Hey y'all, welcome to the I Am Cannabis Sativa podcast. I am your host, Dan Scotland. If you're currently a medical marijuana patient and want to tell your story and be featured on the podcast, feel free to email me at iamcannabisativa at gmail.com. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at iamcannabisativa. Feel free to check out our official Twitter account at iccativapod. You can also find and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, Overcast, Radio Public, TuneIn, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and the Google Play Music Store. Please rate and review us on iTunes, as rating and reviewing us will bump up the pod on their algorithm and put this podcast in front of even more eyeballs. If you like what we are doing and you find yourself coming around often, please become a Patreon supporter of this podcast and support us. By supporting us, this helps us to keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for hosting, equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to HTTPS anchor.fm slash I am cannabis sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash I see sativa podcasts. You can support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. We also have a $5 tier if you're feeling extra generous. Hey y'all, Mrs. Sativa here. I hope you guys are having a very good one. Um, I'm in legal grass, Massachusetts, the heartland of America. And uh, my podcast can be found on various different platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Cast, CastBox, Radio Public, Podbean, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and other platforms like it. And if you like what I'm doing and you find yourself coming around often to it, you can become a Patreon at the link above. And you can support this podcast on via PayPal. On And you can do this by going to paypal.me slash podcast. And um, I'm on social as well, too, at the links below. So I wanted to do this episode because um i mean i've i i did that whole series on how to get a card in your respective state and i i feel it was very productive and constructive but i didn't i didn't do a a, a standalone episode on how to get your medical records because that's often the first step before you go to the medical marijuana doctor again like I've like I've detailed in a previous episode about getting your card in medical marijuana states. Most doctors, most doctors, don't learn about the endocannabinoid system in in med school. You know, however many decades ago they've gone. All right. So if your doctor is in a, is in her sixties or in her seventies or whatever, and they've been your primary care doctor for decades. You know, the only thing they know about cannabis is what they did is the cannabis they might or might not have done in the 1960s or 70s as college students or um, or they haven't really done it at all. And they remain ignorant on it because they're because med school training that they went through decades ago didn't didn't teach on teach them about it because it was a schedule one drug. 
and Nixon and Reagan said it was bad. So most most doctors, even your primary care doctor, even if you have a good relationship with him or her, they're not going to be equipped to really talk to you about cannabis because they're not really taught it in 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 med school. And you know, and even if they even if they are sort of open minded, oftentimes because of because of the um, insurance company or the uh, medical company that owns. Um, where your primary doc care doctor is, they can't really talk to, about cannabis with you, even if they wanted to. So a lot of times going to your primary care doctor to get the cannabis recommendation doesn't really tend to work because a lot of times they, they're either going to outright say no. Um, they're either going to outright say, oh, their office doesn't handle that at schedule one. You know, we'll get in trouble if we give get you the recommendation or write you the recommendation so we're not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole and oftentimes they don't touch it with a 10-foot pole so you're having to take the medical records you you have um from that primary care doctor you're, so you're having to go from that same doctor that rejected you from for for writing a uh writing you a medical medical marijuana recommendation and then you're having to take it to a medical marijuana doctor who does certify your condition and does get you registered with the state registry in your state. That's what most people are, are having to do. They're having to go to standalone marijuana doctors because most PCPs won't really touch cannabis. But but how do you get said records? That's that's the issue, you know. How do you get it from your primary care doctor? So this article outlines how you do that. And um, it highlights how you do that and um, makes it very easy and accessible um, to, to get your medical records. And then once you get those medical records, you take those said records to the medical, the specialized medical marijuana doctor. Because again, the primary care doctor, like I just told you for the reasons above, they're not going to write you the, rec the recommendation. You have to take these records to a specialized doctor that will write the recommendation and will certify your condition in, in the state registry and get you the card and then get you and then you can use said card to go to dispensaries in your neck of the woods so i'm gonna read this from mike.com getting medical records for free in five easy steps from christy Rakosi, written september 5th 2017 perhaps your doctor is retired You've moved to a new city, or you simply decided to switch your caregiver, switch to a caregiver who is a better fit. Now you need to get a hold of your medical records. No idea where to start? The good news is getting a copy of your medical history is actually your legal right under the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996. Still, because you're entitled to something doesn't mean it's simple or easy. You may have multiple doctors and records from lots of different providers, and getting access to records from all these different sources can be a big undertaking. Again, you don't have to get your records from every single doctor you've ever gone to or whatever, but what you do need to do is you need to get, if you have a qualifying condition in your particular state, depending on the state you live in, that that is eligible for medical marijuana you need to go 
to your primary care if 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 your doc your primary care doctor has already certified you with the condition and is giving you prescriptions to treat that said condition and, and the drugs that they give you don't work um you know then from there from 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 there you can get the medical records you can get the medical records documenting how documenting um your certified condition that you've been treating with this doctor and then you take that to the medical marijuana doctor so that's generally how it sort of works because again we they don't really get taught about the endocannabinoid system so again you're having to get said medical records from your pcp or from whoever says you have a qualifying condition capable or that can be treated with medical marijuana so yeah you're just you're just having to sort of do that you know um now more and more providers are switching to electronic health records which makes the process easy but if any of your records are still on paper you need to follow a few more steps so again you're just needing to get the medical records from the um from the primary care doctor and if your condition is on the list of the qualifying condition list in 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 your particular state you know you know that this is this is the process that's going to allow you to get the papers needed to go to the doctor still just because you're entitled to do something doesn't mean it's simple or easy you may have multiple doctors and records from lots of different providers and getting access to the records from all these different sources can be a big undertaking it can also come with costs as many providers charge fees for records now more and more providers are switching to electronic records which makes said process easier but if any of your records are still in paper you need to follow a few more steps to help you get your records for free or at least as a cost effective of a way as possible consider these key five steps now you're right Federal law entitles you to get copies of the majority of your medical records, including medical tests, lab results, billing information, and more. Again, you don't have to get every single record from every single doctor you've ever seen your whole life. Just, just, the, just the medical records of the variety that will certify your condition. I guess that's what I was long-windedly trying to say. But yeah, you, you don't need every single one. Very, okay. So federal law entices you to get copies of the majority of records, including tests, lab results, billing information, and more, according to health information site very well. Care providers are allowed to charge fees for providing your records, but cannot withhold your records just because you did not pay for medical services you received. If you paid a fee to get your records, providers cannot apply that fee to your unpaid healthcare bill and deny you your records, according to Health and Human Services. That said, while you can access most of your records, there are some limitations. For example, you cannot obtain information that was compiled for you for, for, for use in a lawsuit. Records which could put you in danger or notes taken during psychotherapy. You also need to make sure you ask for records correctly. Typically, the process of requesting records involves submitting a patient access request with the individual provider, aka doctor you want the records from, and providing proof of who you say you are, since your records must be kept in private and cannot be released to just anyone. You may also have to wait before you're 
are able to obtain your records, with state law determining the time limit care providers have to provide your records. Some states require your doctor to provide immediate access to review within the office, while others set minimum waiting periods of around a month or maximum waiting periods of around a month, according to VeryWell. Find out if your care provider offers Blue Button. Blue Button provides a streamlined online way to access your health records from participating providers. Doctors, drugstores, health insurance companies, labs can all participate in Blue Button, according to healthit.gov. The Veterans Administration is a Blue Button participant as is Medicare and numerous private providers. The government website listing apps with blue button functionality is no longer being updated as of May 2017, but apps can be still accessed. Gee, I wonder why. It's probably because Cheeto became president and decided to, to, to gut the ACA, so it's probably why you can't you can't check who who's who's uh blue button enabled through the government anymore because 45 won't let you <laughs> if you if your care provider offers blue button just click on the blue button after signing into your patient account to download records for example the va makes information on immunizations lab results hospital admissions accessible via blue button along with other information about your health history Three, inspect but don't obtain your records. Need to save some money? While care providers are allowed to charge a fee if you request a copy of your records, they cannot charge you if you ask to review and inspect your records. So you might be able to just take pictures of, of the records if your, your doctor is going to charge and you don't really have the money or don't want to pay. While inspecting your records, you're allowed to take notes. HHS explains that you are even allowed to use a smartphone to take pictures of your records or to make copies of your records using your own resources and you cannot be charged for doing any of those things if the individual is making the copies of phi using her resources the covered entity may not charge a fee for those copies as well as the copying is being done by the individual not the entity the hhs website states four Get copies of your records. If you want physical copies of your records rather than a picture or copies you make yourself, you can limit the amount you must pay by asking your electronic copies only rather than physical ones. It might, it might also save you and them time too. HIPAA allows providers to charge reasonable cost-based fees for providing records and covered providers are allowed to calculate these fees using different methods such as assessing actual costs or average costs. However, as HHS said, covering entities can charge a flat fee of about $6.50 total for electronic copies of all electronically maintained personal health records. Always ask for your costs upfront to be sure. Many providers don't want to go through the trouble of trying to use average cost or a average or average cost formulas so they charge this six dollar and fifty cents fee but there's no guarantee that six dollars and fifty cents is all you will be charged especially if your request is complicated or time consuming for a provider to fulfill five and the final one 
ask your current doctor to obtain your records for you. If you're asking for your records because you switched doctors and you want a new physician to have information about care you received in the past, have your new caregiver ask your old providers for records directly. This may allow you to skip out on paying fees some providers charge for records, though again, you should always ask. Oftentimes, facilities will waive the fee if the information is being sent to another provider or for use in continued care. However, the same facility may charge a fee if the patient requests for a personal copy of the record, according to the Journal of AHIMA. Your new caregiver will also know exactly what to ask for, since medical records may be hundreds of pages long. After all, there might be no sense in getting irrelevant old records that your doctor doesn't need if you're trying to make sure you get good continuity of care. End of article. So there you have it. That's how you go about getting your medical records. And um, you take said medical records and you take it to the medical marijuana doctor. And um, again, that doctor might vary based on the state you live in. I'm going to put um, resources in the show notes on um, good places to find doctors, medical marijuana doctors in your neck of the woods. Once you get the medical record records as instructed, like 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 we just went through, you take said medical records and you take it to the ma- medical marijuana doctor. That doctor will certify your condition, put it in the state registry, and then and then you should be good to, you should be good to go with being registered with your state and you should be receiving your card momentarily to be able to go get medicine. So again, that's all you really need to do. You need to just get your medical records from your primary care doctor, your specialist that says you have the condition on the qualifying condition list. You take said medical records to the doctors we're going to link in the, in the show notes, and then you're you're good to go. And um, hope you guys got a lot out of this. Um, as always, um, if you like these videos and you find yourself coming around to said videos, you can become a Patreon at uh, the link above. You can also support me on PayPal at paypal.me slash podcast. I can be found on the socials and I can be found on, ver- and on, on at least 10 different platforms to download the audio version of this podcast. Hope you guys got a lot out of this and peace out. If you find yourself coming around often to my podcast and want to support our humble little project, there are a few ways that you can do so. Supporting us helps us keep the lights on, pay rent, pay for housing and equipment, and travel. You can do this by going to www.anchor.fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast slash support. You can also support me now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash IC Sativa podcast. You can also support the podcast for as little as $1 a month. If you are feeling extra generous, we have $5 and above tiers. Additionally, if you wish to get in contact with us, you can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can do this by going to www.anchor.com.
anchor.fm slash I am Canvas Sativa podcast and click the send voice message button and I may just play it on a future episode. You can also call and leave a voice message at the phone number 617-466-9389. That is 617-466-9389 and I may just play it on a future episode. If you are in need of some good CBD products, you can also check out Sequoia Organics for a great source of CBD and hemp products. You can check them out by checking out this link, um, www.bit.ly slash 33FKRV9. And you can try the following coupon codes. Dog Treat 20 tincture 20 40 percent sign off iso and 15 percent sign off cbd and you can use those codes to get a discount on various cbd products on their website and if you're looking to get inexpensive cbd flour delivered to your door quickly and cheaply in new england check out bostonhempire.com where you can get frequent sales on CBD flour and other products such as tinctures and edibles as well too. Boston Hempire will get you cheap CBD flour delivered to your door in New England and the rest of the United States for a very very good price and I highly recommend their products too. Feel free to enter the URL https colon slash slash shop dot Boston Hempire dot com slash question mark ref equals d scotland peace out and ciao